Welcome to Fine Rambles, number 124. So I was feeling a little down earlier this week. And <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess if I was feeling super duper pretentious, I'd say a little touch of melancholy. Have you guys ever seen the movie Inside Out? I remembered one of my core memories. And this is something that happened back in, I think, 2003. I was working for a private equity firm, and we owned this company that was headquartered outside Toronto. And I was up in Markham a lot, and it was in the darkest part of winter. And it was very lonely, and I was getting up at like 5.30 or 6 o'clock in the morning when it was still pitch black out, And I would go to this very utilitarian office where I didn't really know anyone. And as like this 24-year-old, I had to tell men in their 40s and 50s what my bosses wanted them to do. And then after work, I tended to go to a restaurant, eat alone, go back to this like Holiday Inn motel room, which was, you know, (laughs) pretty bleak. And watch some TV or try to read, and then the next morning I would start all over again at 6 a.m. And at the same time, well, the expression that I used at the time was that I was falling apart. You know, the years of just sitting at a desk and eating terribly were catching up to me. I was getting pudgy, pale, my hair was falling out, I was stressed out all the time. So this was kind of a depressing winter. (laughs) to put it mildly. But then one morning, I had this kind of epiphany. Again, it's probably 6, 6.15 in the morning. It's cold. It's cold and it's dark outside, just as dark as it can be. And I'm getting dressed. I'm putting on my tie. And I'm standing looking out over Markham. And in the darkness, I just see all this light And it's the light of all the cars that are going to work. Again, at like 6 or 6.15 in the morning. And it's very orderly and it's very quiet. And I feel this very deep sense of connection to everything that I see. And I'm overwhelmed by how well it is working, (laughs) if that makes any sense. Just the coordination required for all of these tens of thousands, these hundreds of thousands of people to be going to work at the same time on roads that are well-mended, in cars that are all running, to buildings that won't fall down, to buildings that are well-lit by some power plant miles and miles away, where they can make phone calls because the telephone poles are all in order. And all of this coordination was being driven by freedom, by the free market, by people making individual choices. I don't know. It was like I was seeing an enormous dance. (laughs) Millions of people in this city coordinated together, working together, each one at their own task, without even knowing each other, without having anyone to oversee them without having a a choreographer. And the result was a prosperity 
and a peace that was almost incomprehensible, that everything I was looking at just worked. In that moment, I was filled with awe. It was beautiful. So that's what I remembered. Later that same day, I went outside and I sat down and I tried to just pay attention to what was directly in front of me. That sounds easy, but it's really, really hard. I was staring at these flowers my mom planted. I think they're called sedums, maybe? They're white in the spring, and then they turn pink slowly in the fall. And I'm staring at them, and I'm starting to see bumblebees, which I don't notice right at the start. These bumblebees are just moving from flower to flower, working really hard. (laughs) And there are lots of bumblebees. I start to notice more bumblebees, and they just sort of ignore each other and go about their work. And then I notice this red squirrel, this tiny red squirrel, who is just working nonstop harvesting pine cones from a pine tree. He scampers out onto a branch, drops the pine cone onto the driveway, and then moves onto another pine cone. And you hear this sort of thwack, thwack occasionally as the pine cones drop. And then this fly lands on my arm and it starts to clean itself. (laughs) It cleans its face and then it cleans its arms. And then it takes off again with this very satisfied air about it. And then I notice there's a hummingbird hovering in midair just above the feeder. And its wings are blurring. And then it pivots forward and down to drink. And then it pivots back up, looks around a little bit, dips down, drinks, pokes its head back up, looks around again, and then it just zooms off. And now I'm starting to notice other things. I'm starting to see the butterflies, the monarch butterflies, and they're just dashing around in this sort of random pattern in the air. And it looks like they're drunk. (laughs) And then I see a chipmunk. And this chipmunk, he runs along the length of this fence, which is just amazing. The balance, and he disappears into the trees. And I'm looking, and there's this cloud of, of gnats, of these tiny, tiny gnats. And they're just going crazy in this little cloud. And there's hundreds of them. And I'm wondering, how do they not run into each other? This baby bunny is sitting on the lawn, and and it's just chewing very meditatively. (laughs) It's got this little stalk of grass coming out of its mouth, and it's going, nom, 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 nom. (laughs) And behind the bunny, there's this line of, of robins, three of them, four, maybe five, and they're, they're hopping across the lawn, almost like they're in formation. And they're pecking at the grass, I guess at worms or grubs or, or I don't even know what. Goodies. They're, they're pecking at delicious goodies. And now in the air, I can see dragonflies. And I think they're chasing tiny insects across the sky like it's a, 
uh, like it's a, I don't know, like it's a one-sided battle of Britain <laughs> or something like that. And I look down again at the flowers and I see black-eyed Susans and I see Queen Anne's lace and and the stems and the petals sway just a little bit as the breeze comes through. And I look more closely into the grass and I can see this black ant and it's dragging a dead fly. And the fly must be twice its size. It's dragging this dead fly backwards through the grass towards its nest. And in the direction of the nest, there's this there's this bush, this impossibly dense bush where the branches are just really tight together. And I can sort of see in the bush these tiny birds, tiny wrens, maybe they're wrens, and they're cheeping and they're hopping from branch to branch within the bush. And from the noise, there must be 10 or 12 at least, but I can barely see them. I can barely see them. And now my backyard, which looked completely empty 10 minutes ago, is suddenly full of life. It's full of activity. Everything in nature moves so deliberately. I think that's the right word. It moves so deliberately. But even the busiest animal, and they're all pretty busy, but even the ants and the bumblebees and the chipmunks, they, they exude this calmness. And I think to myself, here we are. And the universe is beautiful. The universe is awe-inspiringly beautiful. That's all I got this week. I'll catch you later.